Figure facts for life. We just want you to be healthy. Health and happiness. If you pay attention to what goes in your body, you'll be amazed at the results. Fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Eating healthy, well, well that's everything. Put the right fuel in. Take care of your engine. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Roberta Janeiro. Welcome to Figure Facts for Life podcast. I'm your host, Roberta Janeiro. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist in Chicago with over 30 years clinical nutrition experience. I am committed to share my expertise of the power within the foods you choose to fuel, nourish, and heal our bodies. We're in National Nutrition Month, and you need to know that it's important what you put in your mouth. If you listen to our last podcast, we were talking about not only is it important what you eat and you are what you eat, but it's important the physicians you choose to care for your health. We're going to dive into what we need to do to keep our New Year's resolutions alive and keep hitting those goals we set for our bodies and health. We have a great show today. We're speaking with Amy Rantis Jacobson, the owner of Lean, an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. She's going to spill the beans on exactly what we need to be doing to ensure we are maximizing our diet and exercise plans. Welcome to the show, Amy. So great to have you. Thank you so much, Roberta. Thank you for having me. So, Amy, we were talking the other day um, about how important it is not only to choose correct foods, but you have to keep your body in condition by moving it. And that physical activity really is not an option. It's vital to your health and well-being. So what do you suggest when people are, you know, they start out these New Year's resolutions and now here we are in March and you know that the health clubs are starting to look kind of like ghost towns because people have abandoned their goals. So let me ask you, what can people do if they are totally sedentary? Mm-hmm. They're not doing any physical activity. How should they begin? What's the first thing they should do? Step one is really try to get a physical exam. Go to your primary physician. Go to a minute clinic. If you don't have any money, you don't have any insurance, I think you can go call up Stroger Hospital okay. and get in there and just get your blood pressure taken and your 40 chemical tests. You know, how's your cholesterol, your blood sugar, blah, 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 blah. And start out with, say, hey, every day for 15 minutes, I'm going to get up and go outside and I'm going to do a 15-minute walk. Or if the weather's bad, I'm going to dance, I'm going to put my headset on, and I'm going to dance for 15 minutes. Start out with that, like doing that five times a week for two weeks, work yourself up to 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And if you really, really are motivated to do it, go up to 40 minutes of five times a week. The... Uh, The guidelines really are 75 minutes of vigorous uh, cardiovascular activity. And that's confirmed by the American Heart Association, correct? And, you know, if you go on Mayo Clinic or Harvard, they'll they'll say all that. But not everybody starts out with that. Don't do that because you're going to injure yourself. You're going to get discouraged. So start out making short-term goals and working your way up. Okay. Um, And then second, and most importantly, is get a good pair of shoes that are going to really fit you. New Balance has a great program. You can go into a New Balance store for free. They will check your gait. They will measure you, usually go up from a half size to a full size in your gym shoes because your feet swell. Right, I didn't know this. And get, you know, get into a good pair of shoes, put on your sweatpants, and get up there and start moving. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk to about, let's talk to the people that set those New Year's resolutions. Why do you think that they fell off the goal mark? Because I think everybody's in the party mood and they make themselves feel good. Like, okay, I can party it up now, not exercise, eat, drink, be merry, but man, come January 1st, I'm going to get in good shape and I'm going to do that. Well, reality sets in yeah. and people don't really change their habits unless they really want to. You got to want it no, bad enough. We are truly creatures yeah. of habit because, you know, I've been diet. I've been a dietitian for over 30 years. And when I'm counseling people, I can tell you they when they go grocery shopping, they're buying 10 to 15 foods every time. Yeah. And then occasionally they'll bring in like a new food That's and that right. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, what do you think about because that's the other thing. Nutrition is so important. And we're in National Nutrition Month. Um, what do you think about this whole thing with people not eating carbs or fearing carbs? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. That is the most dangerous thing. And I've been doing this for 23 plus years. Okay. And I've seen people say, oh, I'm going to do it in the gym. And they go down. They collapse. They get low blood sugar. Their blood pressure drops. They feel sick. They're hungry. Then they go to the other extreme and they gain all this weight. Eat a well-balanced diet. Thank you. Thank you. And you are the one that, and you will feel better. You'll get more out of your exercise program. Your health will be better long term. You gotta fuel your body That's correctly. Right. And and what is the number one energy source for your body? The number one energy source for your body is carbohydrates. That's the way yeah. that's the reality for your for your heart, for your brain, for your right. muscles. Carbs yeah. are it. Yeah. Carbs are not the the first line of storage for carbohydrates is not fat. Right. It's glycogen. Right. Stored glucose or sugar in the muscle. Yeah. That's what carbs yield. But it's excessive amounts of carbohydrates. That's where a dietitian comes into play. That's where they can show you how to balance your diet so that you have that energy and the stamina when you go to fulfill your workout goals. Otherwise, like Amy said, you know, you're going to crash and burn or you're going to have lactic acid built up in your muscles because you didn't have that carb to pull from for the first 10 minutes before you kick into stored body fat, you know, you're, you're pulling, um, glycogen, but even on a glycogen, it's like you're, you're stifling your, your muscles. You need to fuel your you ne- body correctly. That, correct. That's huge. There's three things that go into play. One is proper nutrition, proper exercise and proper sleep. Okay. So we're covering today the proper nutrition and the proper exercise. And anybody can work on their sleep. Everybody knows what to do when asleep, but not everybody knows what to do for exercise and nutrition. Right. We talked a little bit about um, the duration. So this this 75 minutes or what is it, 150 minutes in the week or two and a half it's hours a week. 75 minutes of vigorous uh, cardiovascular. So that means like running a, you know, in a race. Okay. Or 150 minutes of moderate. So that's 30 minutes, five times a week of going for a brisk walk. Yeah. Or going for a nice swim or riding your bike. Those are things that are moderate. I like moderation. Everything in moderation is right. good. I, I agree. And, um, how about, do you have to do the activity consecutive? Like if, as a, as a trainer, what do you recommend to your clientele as far as consecutive, um, workout time? I would do the 30 minutes consecutive. Okay. Take out 30 minutes when you walk in the door from being at work or when you get up in the morning, get up 30 minutes and go for a walk. Right. That's going to make a difference. Not 20 minutes here and 
10 minutes there, that's bonus stuff, but you got to do the 30 minutes. Right. And you know what? I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but walking for 20 minutes, 20 minutes after you eat a meal actually helps to shunt down your insulin levels so you don't do as much storage. And you'll feel better. You'll have a little bit more energy. You could do that at lunchtime. You know, or, you know, some people walk to the train before they go to work. Right. And they've had breakfast. And that's a great way to just get the metabolism kicking. Yeah. And and your body working for you. You're becoming a better fat burner. The one one thing I want to interject is twice a week, do a strength training program. You want to increase your lean body mass. Okay. That will help you become a better fat burner. Yes. On top of the proper nutrition. Oh, I have to share a personal story because I was doing the treadmill thing and Mm -hmm. I was doing my elliptical, you know, like a ski machine Mm -hmm. thing, Nordic Trek, but I really wasn't working my upper body a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Well, then I decided to sign up at a club that focuses on strength and and Mm -hmm. resistance Mm -hmm. and I literally could not do a push-up. If my life depended upon it. Yeah. And so my knees were down and even the plank. But now a year, fast forward yeah. a year, yeah. I am doing push-ups. Yeah. I'm doing the, holding huge. the plank for two minutes. It makes a huge difference. And you know what, too? When you take a class, right? Some people get frustrated because they can't keep up with everybody. Yeah. What do you say to those people? You know what? Classes are not for everybody. What you can do is the local, some of the park districts have some really nice programs. Go in there. They usually have like a free orientation uh, with a trainer, write down what that trainer's telling you to do, to do a full body workout. Something in moderation where you're not going to get injured, you're not going to be the hardcore bodybuilder, but how do I have a full body workout and some stretches at the end? Because stretching is very important. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really encourage that. Uh, Export Fitness has stuff. Uh, all, all of the gyms really have... Uh, the programming has become much better in the education system for certified personal trainers and how to put all different age levels right. and health groups on a program. Right. What do you say to the people that have a gym, like a full stock gym at home and and it's just sitting there collecting dust? Would it be a good idea to bring in a trainer once yeah, there's a lot of in-home trainers. That's that's yeah. what I do. Yeah, get somebody that comes in there if you can't afford all the time once a month. Have them write you a program and then come back and periodically check and see how you're doing on exactly. it. Exactly. You know, right? it really doesn't take a lot of time, but you're going to feel so much better. Right. Some people actually who have some aches and pains avoid activity because they feel like, oh, my back hurts. I don't want to move. Yeah. What do you say to those people? By Getting to move will really help you. You can even, if you do have chronic back pain and your doctor writes your prescription for physical therapy, continue doing those exercises that the physical therapist gave you. Yes, it doesn't stop at the physical it, therapy place. It doesn't. Place. It's not like just stop there, keep going. Right. So, you know, just really getting on a program and being consistency is the key to everything. Right. So let's just recap the the three main components of uh, a physical well-rounded physical activity program is what? 150 minutes, moderate cardiovascular. That's walking, that's riding a bike, maybe riding a recumbent bike, just dancing around in your house for 30 minutes. Get in, put on your favorite mu- you know, music and jam out. Then do twice a week about 15 minutes of strength training. And then five minutes in addition to that every day of just stretching maybe before you go to bed. Excuse me, um, stretching your your pecs, your arms, your legs, your back, your stomach, 
get on a program and you will sleep better by stretching. Stretching is really good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I have to laugh because my husband, and I came home one day and he said, honey, I bought this program and it's, it's, it's 10 minute, you know, videos and you just do 10 minutes a day and you should see this guy, you yeah. know? Yeah, and, sure. And um, <laughs> so, you know, he started using our exercise room. We have this bonus room in our home. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. And he got on the treadmill for like 20, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. right? I think he was trying for two miles. And then he would do one 10 minute workout with this guy with the stretching bands and stuff. Let me tell you. Yeah. That makes close, a difference. He was close to having a six pack. Yeah. Now he might be laughing hearing yeah. me say this, yeah. but... Um, yeah, he was pretty close was, to doing it. Yeah, yeah, he was. And then, and that and was then, smart. That was a good. That was a good thing to do. So he did his twenty, yeah. thirty minutes of cardio. Boom! He did his ten minutes of the bands and the strength training. Yeah, and the improvement yeah. right there. Exactly. Yeah. So, and um, you know, I think that it's important to realize that it just doesn't your physical activity wellness factor does not stop with your walk. There has to yeah. be. You got to do the strength training, the strength training, and the stretching, stretching. Yep. Uh, and the nutrition, and the nutrition. Let me tell you something too, and this is just on a on a simple level. I in my clinic when I was um, working with a client of mine, mm-hmm. she was in a wheelchair, and um, she was starting to develop a little fluid in the lungs. Mm-hmm. So I suggested, uh, like a cheerleader, yeah. I said, you know, just turn some music on that you love, yeah. and and move your arms. Yeah. And and do it for like, sure. you know, 15 minutes. And while that song's, you know, your favorite songs are playing. And do you know, after a week of doing that, she came back, there was nothing left. No yeah. fluid in they, her lungs anymore. They also have a machine called the Ergonometer, I think it's called. Okay. Where you can use it. It's like a bicycle, but just for your arms. Right. So for people that are paralyzed from the waist down and can't move and stuff. There's there's different options for a lot of people. Your primary physician can really help guide you toward that and uh, get on a program and get up and move. Right. So, so important. Do you have any uh, stories from, uh, about, you know, from your clients that um, could inspire somebody who's listening? Yeah, I had a guy that came in, he was paralyzed, you know, and, and lost his legs from... from Basically from his hips. He had no he had no legs. He would come in, he played basketball because his upper body was good. He'd lift weights. He got muscular on top and he was in dynamic shape. Okay. So there is an exercise prescription for everybody. everybody. Amen. That's it. Yes, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. So it's it's not about you're too old. No. Oh, that's another thing. I was actually in Miami this weekend. My husband's mm-hmm. law firm had a mm-hmm. conference and I took um the high intensity interval training class. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman <laughs> who taught that class, he said, you know, um a lot of people think that the back going out or weakness in the back and uh, is is from old age, but it's not. It's, it's not. all ages. Yeah, it's all ages. And 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 the reason he said was also because maybe you haven't been moving for thirty years. You've been yeah. sitting at a desk. That's right. God knows. You know, a lot of um, accountants, attorneys. You know, d- depends upon your profession. Um, how about people who do programming? You yeah. know. Um, oh, yeah, sitting, sitting in front sitting of a there, yeah. sedentary there. life. Yeah. Is... So, what are the key muscle groups for people that sit a lot? What can they do at work that would help? You can do those Mackenzies where you stand up and you lean back, lean back. Get a foam roller. 
at work. One of those gigantic foam rollers. Google it. How do you stretch it out? And stretch out your chest and your shoulders because we do so much forward. Okay. And that will open up the chest cavity, strengthen the back muscles a little bit, and really make you feel better. What can they do in their chair? In your chair? You know, you can get those little uh, exercise bikes. They're really tiny. And you could put them by your chair where you can pedal underneath your desk. I have clients that do that. Okay. Okay. How about, uh, you know how, we're we're always doing squats in my exercise class. Squats help with? Squats will help engage your glutes, your hamstrings. What are your glutes? Your tushy? Your tushy. (laughs) Your tush. Okay. Yeah. And your quads are your thigh, the top of your thigh muscles. your leg and your and your glutes your tush muscles and uh how about yeah how about people that have you know maybe a little knee pain what can they do if they're sitting a lot during the day a lot of leg lifts hamstring curls you know with like one of those big stability balls you don't need a lot to get in shape right you just have to move you just have to move right oh wow so that's that's basically the message right yep make sure that you're moving yeah simplify you got to move and move it. it yeah i'm quoting a song from disney right um, and and then you make sure that you know what you physically are capable of doing by going to your physician, getting a blood test, checking your blood pressure, yeah. and relaying that to your trainer or any of the trainers that are at a, a facility that you're using. And it would behoove you to reach out to somebody like Amy mm-hmm. to say, can you help me just put a plan together that I can plug into? It doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg That's right. to do that. And how would they reach out to you, Amy? Uh, they can reach me at my email, lean, L-E-A-N, underscore 1010 at netzero.com. It's okay. the best way to, to reach to, me. To reach yeah. you. Well, okay. I want to just thank you so much, Amy, for sharing your wisdom with uh, our listeners today. And I want to thank you, um, all of you out there listening for tuning in to Figure Facts for Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay in the know during National Nutrition Month. We love our listeners and have a specific question you'd like for us to cover. Just head over to Figure Facts for Life on Facebook. Give us a like and drop your question on our page. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Figure Facts and on Instagram at Figure Facts LLC to stay current on cutting-edge nutrition information to fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Thank you for joining me today, and have a great day. Ciao now.